Sam Slater from Fun Calibre and today I've been joined by Mike Appleby who's investment manager and part of the team that runs the Sustainable Future Funds at Lion Trust. Thanks for joining us Mike. Thank you very much for having me. So the team's identified three mega trends for the sustainable future range which are better resource efficiency, improved health and greater safety and resilience or in sort of simple words, cleaner, healthier, and safer. Perhaps we could just touch on each of these in turn, starting with better resource efficiency. I think one of the areas of speciality is improving the efficiency of energy use. Can the world actually thrive on 100% renewable energy, though? Um, I should imagine cutting fossil fuels and nuclear altogether is a bit of a fantasy, particularly sort of short to medium term. Yeah, well, there are... A lot of things that are going to happen right the way across our economy for us to be able to transition to an ultra low carbon economy, which is what we need to do uh, to make sure that um, we don't experience a runaway climate change. Uh, and one of the areas that everyone talks about uh, a lot, and it's really important, is the amount of renewable electricity uh, on the grid. And you're right. Um, it will take time for the amount of renewables to replace uh, fossil fuels. But there's a definite trend we're seeing um, that, that this is happening. And this has been accelerating because the economics of wind and solar, in many areas, they are the cheapest form of uh, electricity uh, generation. So if we look in the US, no coal has new coal-fired power stations have been built for over six years. And this is really to do with the economics. There's no way that that can compete um, with the electrons coming um, from those renewable sources. Um, but if we woke up tomorrow morning and the entire planet's electricity had been replaced with renewables, we would have reduced global emissions by about one quarter. And so within that resource efficiency, we're looking at the other areas uh, of the economy, the other 75%, uh, if you like. Uh, and so there are themes like energy efficiency, um, which is really about reducing the amount of energy we waste uh, and therefore reducing consumers' um, energy bills, but obviously reducing emissions at the same time as well. And so we see a lot of really interesting opportunities there to use energy more efficiently. And there are companies that are investing in projects uh, or making products and services that help their clients uh, use energy more efficiently. And that's, that's a big uh, area of um, focus for us. So would that include sort of transport and the infrastructure around transport with that resource efficiency? Uh, that's absolutely right. So uh, within transport, um, we are looking at really trying to not only just reduce emissions, but improve local air quality and also try and encourage uh, people to um, have active transport. So cycling, walking, uh, et cetera. And so, um, but within, within transport, we see in terms of passenger cars, a huge shift uh, as the internal combustion engine's days are essentially numbered. And it becomes uh, replaced with uh, alternative uh, form drivetrains such as um, electric vehicles. 
And perhaps moving on to improved health, what kind of companies do you hold here? Is it sort of healthier lifestyles or healthier foods? Well, it's a bit of both. So we are looking at the way in which we treat disease. And a huge amount is spent on treating uh, the disease burden. Uh, and that's expected to increase. And this is aside from the COVID uh, pandemic. And so what we're looking for is we're looking for companies that can innovate uh, and come up with better ways, smarter ways to treat people that get better patient outcomes, but also in a cost-effective manner. So that's one area. So, for example, there are companies um, such as IQVIA. Uh, this is a US-listed company. They are all about um, testing drugs through phase one, two, and three. And they're really, really good at this. Um, and they're able to leverage uh, data. Uh, and it uses some artificial intelligence as well to design these drug trials in a way um, that they're effective and take a lot less time to be able to find out whether a drug uh, is effective or not. So, so that's an example of accelerating um, how new uh, treatments can come uh, to the market. But it's not just about treat, treating the symptoms. Um, it's about having a healthier life as well. So we're looking for companies whose products and services uh, can help improve our diet uh, or improve the amount of exercise or make it easier for us to do exercise because that's really critical uh, in reducing the amount of money we've got to spend uh, on um, fixing uh, the side effects of particularly obesity, which is a big problem uh, all the way around, around the globe. So uh, in terms of um, healthier foods, there are companies that are able to take existing, often fairly unhealthy recipes that we all buy uh, in the shops and uh, transform them to reduce the amount of fat and salt in them, make them healthier while still maintaining that taste uh, and texture. So that's an area we see huge growth in. Uh, and then the other one is about encouraging us or making it easier for us to do exercise. Uh, and we have some low-cost gyms uh, that provide uh, access to people that couldn't afford to go to a gym. You know, historically, um, it was incredibly expensive to join a, a gym as much as 100 quid a month, I'm told. Um, uh, but now you have uh, some very clever uh, companies that are able to um, provide that service for more like £20 a month. And that opens up that uh, the benefits of exercise to a huge number of people that otherwise um, couldn't enjoy that and the health benefits that come from that. Um, and as a result, uh, we believe that company uh, companies like that are going to experience increased demand over a long period of time because they're essentially providing a product and service that we need. So treating both the symptoms but also trying to sort out our lifestyles as well. Two areas that we look at within that healthier theme. And then lastly, thinking about the greater safety and resilience. I mean, this could cover a huge range of things, I should imagine, but we noticed that actually the financials fit into this theme as well. Could you sort of explain that link a little bit further, please? Yeah, so um, 
Financials are often viewed as as part of the problem, and I'm not suggesting for a moment that any financial company we think is super sustainable. But we believe that there are some areas of finance. Um, you know, we need a healthy finance system if we're going to be able to make this transition to a more sustainable world. And there are things like simple utility banking and the provision of mortgages, etc., which are are very useful, but also a lot of these things require investment. So we're looking uh, for companies that are providing and lending capital either to uh, those SMEs, those smaller uh, businesses, or that are helping us do those things um, where we need to spend money, like decarbonization. So um, replacing a natural gas boiler with a heat pump or an alternative is not free. And it's critical that we have. Uh, a finance system that's able uh, to lend uh, and allow people and the economy to make the investments that are required. So that's one area. The other one, we really like um, insurance and being able to spread risk uh, and being able to, um, if something happens to your house, it not be the end of your world, essentially, but be able to spread that risk through uh, through insurance. So those are a couple of themes that we see uh, within the finance sector that are important. But I would stress that doesn't mean that every financial company is great and should be in a sustainable fund. But there are those that are providing those things that I've just talked about that we think are going to be key in getting us to where we need to get to in the decades to come. Um, another area is digital security, which is a, a, an ongoing issue. I think Apple was in the news recently um, with the flaw in its new iPhone update that allowed a uh, Israeli spyware company to infect its products. So where are the opportunities here? Is it in technology or AI or something else? Well, a lot of it's in tech and it's all becoming blended together with AI. So there are companies, for example, that sit, um, that have bits of kit that sit uh, in the network and are able to spot changes happening uh, that shouldn't necessarily be happening and flag up uh, potential risks. Um, and uh, there are companies like Palo Alto uh, that are involved in this. Um, and there are lots of other opportunities uh, as well within secure payments um, that help us enable to reduce the amount, amount of fraud that goes on. So lots of opportunities as more and more of our world goes online it's critical that that's kept safe um, and there are a number of different ways to play it mostly uh, through software um, that can help protect us from those threats and just finally across the range there's quite a lot invested in u.s companies is that a result of the fact that biden's come in now and he's more on board with climate change plans or have these companies managed to be innovative despite all the politics in the US? Yeah, well, people talk a lot about the politics in the US and clearly um, it's very positive that Biden's come in with a lot more progressive view, particularly on climate change than his predecessor had. But it's not just about um, who's at the top and and what they're saying. Um, So, for example, despite Donald Trump's insistence that renewables were, you know, not something that he liked, Uh, More renewables were installed in the U.S. during his tenure than any other president uh, hitherto. And a lot of that is about economics driving this. 
but also at the state level and individual companies uh, all around the world are really getting behind this and seeing it as a competitive advantage to be able to offer uh, the world of what it needs in trying to move to a more sustainable area. So yes, we haven't necessarily changed the position of our portfolio as a result of Biden uh, getting into the White House, but it's clearly uh, positive in terms of the direction of travel uh, for regulations and particularly more uh, support around uh, the energy transition. You've touched on some very fascinating themes there. Thanks for sharing with us. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for uh, probing and asking those questions. And if you'd like to find out more about the Lion Trust Sustainable Future Range, please go to funcaliber.com. And don't forget to, to subscribe to the Investing on the Go podcast via your usual channels. Thank you. Please remember we've been discussing individual stocks to bring investing to life for you. It's not a recommendation to buy or to sell. The fund may or may not still hold these stocks at the time of your listening. 